Welcome to the Goat Channel Podcast. Welcome back to the Goat Channel Podcast. This is an affiliate with the Goat Channel on YouTube. Got a bunch of things out there. The Traveling Churches, Zazzle, you know. Check it all out, the links. But, anyway, that's just a little quick plug. We gonna get into this podcast. Do it right, do it big. Here we go. Um, nothing's really planned today. I should probably write some stuff down sometime, but... I just talk, and if I talk in circles, I just go with it, you know? It's just what happens, so... Uh, I know one thing I wanted to hit on was sports gambling. Uh, mainly because it is legal in Virginia now. So, that's that's pretty exciting. Um, and then I want to hit a little bit on Coinbase and some Bitcoin and that kind of thing. So, And then from there, we'll just, you know, roll with it and see what happens. But, uh... Starting off here... We were going to hit on sports gambling, which is now legal in Virginia. Um, there's links out there that you can go to, sign up. I don't know if it was just a first day thing, but they definitely have, um, you get $100 free just for signing up for the sports book. And then you get a, basically you can wager 50 bucks on what was an easy bet. It was either Giannis or LeBron had to score one point and you got double your money. So that is, I mean, so I took 50 on that one, obviously because that was your max bet and doubled it and got, so basically they give you about $150 just to sign up pretty much. Uh, so that's on FanDuel. And DraftKings has it open too, but I couldn't get theirs to work. Uh, they have some kind of deal where you you deposit, your first deposit, you can put so much in, and they give you odds on McGregor winning, and they give you extra odds on any NFL team winning this week. Uh, but I couldn't get that one to work. But yeah, it's now live in Virginia, which I, I'm pretty excited about it. I mean, I'm not like this huge gambler or anything, but I always played like um, all those fantasy sports like DraftKings, like the normal DraftKings, the normal FanDuel. I love doing those. Um, and I've been to, I go to casinos. I love going to casinos and uh, playing roulette a little bit and playing the slots a little bit. Um, I mean, that's fun for me, but I, I've never really been like a hardcore gambler and I still won't be, but I think it'd be pretty fun to, uh, and I never at casinos, the ones that did, did have it legal sports betting, I never really gambled there either. Um, it was always busy and stuff and I never want to take time to do it, but so it's, it's pretty cool to do. I, I took one bet last night and lost, but it was a plus 256 or 250, I think, or whatever it was, plus 250 on the Pelicans beating the Jazz. Obviously, they didn't, but I only bet like a dollar, but it was like, uh, you know, why not? I'm going to bet here and there like that. Um, I probably won't go too much, but I will go. Most of the time, I'm going to go with odds, um, higher odds, but I don't know. If I, if I figure it out, there might be a pattern to where you, you know, you bet on 
you know, not the favorite and win a little money here and there. Or you bet on the favorite and win a little money here and there. Kind of continue to do that. Oh. To build your money up or, you know, that, there's probably different things to do. So I'm pretty excited about it, though. I checked it out last night. I only did one or two bets, technically. And um, I just met, I looked around at all these because I got fourth quarter you can do. You can do money line. You can do um, the spread. You can do, which the spread in basketball is not really, it doesn't really look like it does much, though, in basketball. But um, you can do your money line. You can do uh, over under. So it's just, uh, there's a lot of things you can do and a lot of things you can bet on. Um, so that's pretty exciting. And. I, I think I'll have, I think it'd be pretty fun. Like, you know, gambling can be addicting, but you know, you just gotta know your limits of how much you spend is basically um, the reality of it. Uh, so I think it'll be like for me. Like I said, I I, I just put in a little bit here and there. Um, like I've not made money. I don't have enough money to put in a ton, or you never know. Um, cause it's crazy to think of like, if you were rich though, how much money you could probably make or lose just gambling. Cause you'd want to put your highest amount out there so you could triple or double or quadruple or whatever, you know, the odds are. So, I mean, it is crazy to think about if you had a lot of money. Um, but for somebody who don't have a lot of money, it's more fun for me. Um, it'll be more just fun just trying to play, see what I can do. Um, one, th one thing that interested me was, I think it was, I don't, I'm trying to think who scored the most points or if it was, yeah, I think it was a bet on who would score the most points in a game. Um, and it gave you both teams and all their odds and, I, th those would be interesting um, especially the ones where the odds are like 500 or something um, those those would be pretty interesting to check out so yeah they that it's pretty neat that's all I can say is it's just uh, it's pretty neat to get into check out I, I like it better in football season the spreads and stuff those are fun um and I like, uh, honestly, I just think it's all pretty fun, but I want to get into the parlays. Uh, I think, I think I got, I want to get a better understanding of them, obviously, but uh, I think parlays are the way to go. And I, I really want to check those out when they, you know, when I have the opportunity to, so. But yeah, I just like yesterday it just came legal on Thursday. I don't even know the date, but on a, on a Thursday it came legal. Um, I've been waiting on it though. I knew it was gonna be legal this month because it hadn't uh, it hasn't ever been legal uh, for Virginia. 
Uh, so I don't know how many states are now. It's at least maybe 10 to 15 states, I guess, that have legal like, online sports gambling. Um, DraftKings appears that they have actual casino games, um, which is odd. I'm going to probably check it out, too, just to see. But you never can trust electronic casino games, I wouldn't think. At least if you're sports betting, you can watch the live sports and then, you know, it gives you the answer. But yeah, if you're a Virginia fan, you'll DraftKings. They are online now, which we knew was coming because in Bristol, Virginia, near where I live, there's going to be a casino soon. Um, I don't know how soon, but it got approved and everything, so that is coming in Bristol, Virginia, or Bristol, Tennessee. Now, I think, I think it's on the Virginia side. So that's coming in Bristol, Virginia. Uh, so, yeah, check that out. And, and, you know, people are opposed of it, but it probably will help the economy. I know there'll be a lot of people, you know, there'll be people but that will get addicted to gambling, but they would have got addicted to gambling beforehand. Um, but it's going to produce jobs. It's going to help people. And I, I think that's the, I think it was a good decision um, for the economy, basically. So, transitioning to more money talk. That's basically what we'll call this episode, I'd say. Um, we talk about stocks some. If you haven't checked out the channel, we do talk about stocks once in a while. I love the stock market. It's fun. Um, you know, it's just a good way to save money, basically, and uh, make dividends and, you know, buy and sell, make profits. I do enjoy it. I just want to find an avenue to get rich, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't have to be, like, necessarily rich. Um, I just would like to have a steady income on everything but what my actual job is. I just think that would be nice to have. And for me, I save a lot of money, so, like, it probably just all, a lot of it goes to savings. And, I, I mean, I would love, and I've said this before, just speaking of money, I would love at some point to do well enough to do well enough to where I could donate money. Obviously, I would keep some of it, but I would also donate some of it. And I would just love to be well enough to do that because... Um, there's so many people out here and so many organizations, so many things that need donations. Um, so I would love to do that at some point. But the transition where we were going with this, uh, Coinbase, if you've never used it, you can invest in cryptocurrency. Um, so I don't know. I think it's the craziest thing. I think cryptocurrency is, I don't know, just insane. Um, just the thought of it, it's kind of crazy how 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 Bitcoin just shot up and just went, you know, nuts. Like, I wish I would have had a little bit of Bitcoin. That's that's the sad part, right? But, I did have a very little bit, but I had like a .00 something. Like, it was way down there. 
but as high as Bitcoin is, it was worth 25 real dollars. So what I did, because, you know, $25 is all right, but what I ended up doing, and I took a few more dollars, not much, but a few more, and I invested it in some different kinds of cryptocurrency. And so, you know, what happens if they go off by Bitcoin? Maybe I have a chance to make some money. If they don't, I won't be out too much. Because um, I'm not going to throw a ton at it. But So, I invested in some of those. So, you never know. Maybe they'll take off like Bitcoin in, you know, 10 years or whatever. And if they do, I'll be set for life. Especially on one of them, I'll be set for life. Um, the other ones I bought had just like, um, you know, interest every year. So I figured, you know, might not buy it, let it sit there. And, you know, if they don't go under, then I'll get some interest every year. You know, if they don't become an obsolete kind of thing. Uh, but, yeah, the one of them I got 70, 70 in. And that's actually what I traded my Bitcoin in. Um because like I said it was only like $25 worth of Bitcoin so I flipped it and I put it on to another one that was even less I think I don't know what it was it was pretty cheap uh, but I ended up it getting like 70 70 whatever they are um, so you know if that ever got to you know like just say it's crazy enough and it got to $1,000 or something you know that's 70 what is that? That's seven thousand dollars or something. So, or seventy thousand or whatever. I can't count, but but yeah, that uh, I mean that would definitely be the uh, ideal. But it's just like anything else. When you buy low stocks, you also want to see them bump up. Um, you buy low cryptocurrency now you want to see them bubbed up but coin um coinbase is pretty nice I, I i initially just started it going to it and it was because of uh i don't know it was years ago now but originally i think I, it was it had to be five or six seven probably six years ago at least but um i was trying to find avenues for more money then too but i went there just because they gave free free out they gave free bitcoin out now it wasn't a lot um but they gave just like a percentage of bitcoin so basically that 25 dollars was free 25 dollars that had been has been just sitting in there um so so that 25 dollars didn't cost me anything it was just a somehow i got it free um uh, but yeah that's uh that's kind of where I started using Coinbase, and I haven't used it in years, so I was like, well, let me log back in here. I might even got an email or something. I don't know, but I logged back in, and I had $25 from Bitcoin, and I figured, you know, why not reinvest it and see if anything else can uh, be the next Bitcoin, and if it happens, you know, I become rich, and if it doesn't happen, then yeah we we're we're the same place right i mean that's just kind of how it works we're nothing changes so 
Um, if it got up to where Bitcoin was right now, we would be definitely super rich. Um, but yeah, if it gets to 100, we'll be at 7,000, I think it is. And if it got to like $1,000 per, we'd be up at 70 or something. And that's a decent chunk of change. I mean, we've been doing well. Um, but I may, I may put a little bit more in. I only invested what I had plus $50. Um, so I probably about $70. So I may go as far as investing about 100 just to have an investment in it. Let it sit there, let it do its thing, not even worry about it. And, you know, if you lose 100 that is quite a bit, obviously. Um, but you always have to think about what a profit could be or what you could make off of it. Um, and then the stock market, you know, I'm try. I'm always looking for new ones to buy and sell. Um, cause like I, I've told y'all before, my thing is I buy some that have dividends and I keep them. So I've got some Disney stocks, you know, so I, I got Disney stocks, um, I got Coca-Cola stocks, which has a good dividend. They're pretty high. I got Apple stocks, pretty decent one, and they pay a dividend. So I've got some of these higher ones. Not very many, because they're so high, but and Disney went way back up. I think they went up past where they were before. But, uh, so I got some of these bigger known ones. Um, I do have Dave & Buster's, and I'm telling you, Dave & Buster's, that is a, especially when they were low, Dave & Buster's was a buy for sure. Like, that was, you know, that was that was a big buy. And it's still, if you go by its 50-some week, 52-week high, it's still got some room to get back up there even higher. And... If it ever does, I'll probably end up selling it. Um, I mean, right now, from where I bought it, for an example, it's at like a $300 profit. Um, so Dave & Buster's was a big one. Uh, and then I bought I bought into Pfizer and I bought into Nokia. Pfizer was probably a bad buy, but I figured with it happening, I would spend a little bit on it. Um, I didn't spend a ton on it. Uh, Nokia, I got, I, I looked up some research on it and acted like eventually it may go high. I don't know how true that is though, because um, it stayed pretty low. It hadn't really budged much. Um, Macy's, I got Macy's. You know, I got some of these well-known ones, and then I got some of these like just old companies or these like little lesser-known places that do dividends and do pretty good dividends. So. You know, I try to balance mine between really good dividends and then uh, try to get some stocks that are probably going to be more permanent that'll probably never really dip too much. Uh, you never know. So, you know, it's always a slight gamble. Um, stock market is less of a gamble than, like, sports gambling or real gambling, though. Uh, but there's still always a chance because if it dips and never goes back up, then you, you do lose that money um, if you buy it at a pretty high price. 
Um, but the cool thing about stocks and stuff is you get dividends from certain companies and the ones you don't, um, you wait to get kind of high and you sell or you keep it if you think it's going to be like the next Amazon or next Tesla or, you know, you, you just try to find that next one. Um, and typically your money's going to just kind of be safe and stay there. And, um, it's almost, it's almost your, your own, I guess your own retirement, your own kind of savings. Um, but you could do whatever you want to with it. You don't take anything out penalty wise. Um, it just sits in there, does dip up and down, but you could take it out whenever you need it, if you needed it. Um, so that's the good thing about just doing some stocks. Um, but I, I, I do enjoy it. I do like to pay attention to it, do my research on it. Uh, I don't know a lot about options and stuff, and I don't think it would be for me. What research I did, I don't think that would be necessarily something I'm into. Um, it might be interesting to do it at some point, uh, just to try it, uh, buy options. But overall, I think I'm good at just buying straight stocks. Um, I watched a little NBA last night. Like I said, I did I did bet on the Pelicans. They lost. It wasn't good. Um, and, but I only bet like a dollar because they were like a plus two something, I think. Um, and then I watched... I don't know who, who won against the Knicks and the Warriors... Um, I, Curry's playing well this year, though. They came back and beat the Lakers. But the Lakers pretty much gave them that game. Um, they didn't play as hard as they should have, especially in the last quarter because they got up fairly big. I think 19 or something, I believe, was the... Uh... But then I watched the Lakers last night, and they played pretty well. I mean... Um, against a really good Bucks team, a really good Bucks offense, they played really solid defense. They're a pretty good squad this year. They gotta stay healthy. Um, KCP is really their X factor. Um, Caldwell Pope, he's got a very consistent three now, and he, he's never really had the three like he does now. Um, and that's the thing he. He's never really quite had that three-pointer like he does now. And so that's a big weapon for them because if he's making a three-pointer at like a 40-some pop, if he's making that three-pointer at a, you know, 40-some percent and he could just stand out there with Davis and LeBron both who can shoot threes but both who also can get in the paint and finish and catch those passes another guy Schroeder can get in there and he'll get you a pass back out so KCP he's a 3 and D guy he's a legit 3 and D guy now and that is huge for them I mean that is huge for the Lakers so I mean just think if they did play the Nets um, it'd be a grueling a grueling match um up, you would have Davis guard KD I'd imagine you'd have LeBron or you know Caldwell Pope actually the way it would work is LeBron would probably be on an off guy like Jeff Green or something 
to begin with. Um, and you would have Schroeder on Irving, KCP on Harden, and you would probably have AD on KD until maybe it got to the crunch time or something, and then um, LeBron would kind of, you know, pick his spots of who he wants to guard and how hard they need to be guarded. So, I mean, I think they match up if a Nets team goes there or even a Bucks team or whoever gets there. Uh, but they got to get there. I mean, they're those Clippers are good. Um, those Clippers are pretty a stacked team themselves. I don't. I still think the Lakers probably have the best team, um, easily the best team on paper. Probably easily the best just looking team. I, I just think they they look the part. Um, and they got really good pieces. I mean, their pieces are really good. Uh, so the Lakers are looking good. The Nets lost to Cleveland, and that's the biggest thing. And, you know, that's the biggest thing with the Nets, and that's that's the reason we think the Nets have issues and might end up having issues in the long run because they lost the other night in double overtime. They gave up 147 points. They played a lot of minutes. Uh, but we know score is not going to be an issue. Uh, Harden didn't score very well, but he assisted and rebounded. KD scored, rebounded, assisted. And Kyrie um, scored a bunch. He shot a bunch, too. But that's, that's not going to be their issue, though. Their issue is not going to be scoring. They're going to score with anybody no matter what. Their issue is going to be defense. I know it was two overtimes, but they gave up 140-something. I think a couple nights ago or maybe other games, they gave up 100-something. So they're going to get scored on. Um, The Cavs were like the statistically the worst or second worst team in the NBA offensively. And, you know, they made them look silly. So that's... That's going to be a real test to those Nets is what can we do for our defense to be better? Because Kyrie Irving's a terrible defender. Like, one of the worst defenders. Harden, same thing. Harden's one of the worst defenders. So you got two of the worst defenders in the league. Um, so then you take that into account, you have two of the worst defenders. You got KD, who who looks good, so I'm sure his defense is it, it can be solid. Um, DeAndre Jordan's old; he's known for his defense, but he is older, so it's still gonna be harder. And Jeff Green, he's not gonna play a ton of defense anymore. He's also older, so he's lost some athleticism. Um, Joe Harris isn't this defensive stopper either. Um, They pretty much traded all their defenders away. So, you know, that's going to be difficult for them. But this has been the podcast. We rambled on. We went from money talks, basically, to the NBA talk. Um, But I think y'all might have learned some stuff. I mean, y'all might have known a little bit about sports betting now, stocks, Bitcoin. Um, We kind of went in that direction first. Uh, or this time. So yeah, check us out. 
we are the goat channel we got all this we got a lot of material if you look into the description of this podcast or any podcast you'll see all the material we got out there and content definitely check it out this is the goat channel thanks for watching thanks for listening um if you could watch thanks for doing that too appreciate it we are back we're gonna do the goat quote of the day and the quote is doubt kills more dreams than failure ever will basically everybody knows what it means but don't doubt yourself because that's what kills it go for it attempt it you may succeed Um, but if you automatically have doubt in your mind when you're doing it you're gonna more than likely fail if you start with doubt you're gonna be a failure you gotta think success you gotta think successful you gotta think you're gonna succeed Um, and so the goat quote of the day doubt kills more dreams than failure ever will and after a small break we'll be back thank you for tuning in to the Go channel podcast if you like any of this material or any other material go to check out the youtube and all my links appreciate you listening until next time go out.